AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. What's up, everyone? I'm Tori. And I'm Anissa. And this is MTV's official challenge podcast. Guys, it's finally here. Season 37 of the challenge. That's also Tori's lucky and favorite number. Yeah! It works out well for her. (laughs) On this season, named Spies, Lies, and Allies. Oh my God, it's such an epic season, and we have so much to discuss. I can't believe how many alliances have already been formed, and there are so many rookies, it's insane. It almost feels like we're on Love Island, doesn't it? I mean, I wouldn't mind being on Love Island, so if that's the way the show's gonna go, let's (laughs) do it. Speaking of rookies, Michaela Bradshaw will be joining us later, so stick around for that. Yes, and we're going to discuss her favorite rookies, the Survivor Alliance, and maybe once and for all, we will get to the bottom of that list. To list or not to list? That's the question. (laughs) All right, Tori. You do this to me all the time, and I think it's only fair because 37's your favorite number, and it's the 37th season. Mm -hmm. You get 37 seconds to recap this episode, and you know what I get to do? Count, and that's it. In my head, silently. It's all on you. No pressure. Um, The time's starting in three. Well, am I recapping episode one or also the launch special? Because technically, we saw two episodes this week. Oh, now, come on. You know, that's, that's... Come on, it's a lot. You know I wouldn't do that to you. Okay, just the episode. The people people don't want you to go blah for 37 seconds because that's all you could do. Episode. Okay, got it. Yeah. Give me the timer. Let's fucking do it. All right. In three, two, one. Here we go. It's the beginning of the season, and all of a sudden we are attached to Cinder Blocks. Devin wrote a song while we were sitting there waiting for about 45 minutes called Cinder Block Jesus. It might play at the end of this episode, so stay tuned. Well, one and only Anissa coming first after she gets rescued by this beautiful Spaniard man. They run up the field, and that's right. She's taking the first place win again for this season. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Anissa. That's my girl right there. She might have copied my code, but you know what? We'll get into that later in the episode. Not going to take any shots, but you know what? Once she's got fire, bada boom, bada bing, Bobo's got and Titan. Michaela comes into the house, and she's like what's going on with this list and these people Anissa searching for a list she might have looked in a tampon for it we're, we're all really concerned about that <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we get all the way to the end. Michaela ends up doing her own fate, and then we throw in Michelle, and Michaela goes home. Oh, I tried. <laughs> oh, it's great. <laughs> I was looking inside of a tampon. It's got to be in this applicator somewhere. <laughs> I mean, survivor people are sneaky. They're crafty. crafty you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're trying to make, yeah, not sneaky, crafty. crafty BB's. Big Brother sneaky, um, yeah. And survivors surviving—they're crafty. Like, oh my god, I need to make a bed so I could sleep. So yeah, you can right. clearly hide a list I'm, in an applicator or in a bag. I'm pretty sure a man while slept in a coconut. He was talking about that, you know, like so these Aww. survivor people. <laughs> yeah, for five months, just Emmanuel in a coconut. It's kind of <laughs> hot. That's kind of a hot, hot vision. Happy. Anywho, that was a great it. recap. You did what you could. Thank um, you. I think it was really good. Uh, Thank the you Bobo, so much. I mean, you got into some <laughs> slight scats. The but... Bobo, <laughs> Bobo's yacht in time. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're going to well, move let's on just get that. into it. Play of the day. Best athletic move. You. Go. You. Oh. Winning the first challenge again. Are you kidding me? It's not even a question. I wish that they would have showed me jumping on you for joy when I found out that you won. It only I cradled you doing... like a toddler. You jumped on top of me like like you were a baby and I was going to hold you, which I did with one arm. I wish they would have shown that. We looked great. It was so good. But you know what? Honestly, you again coming in first place on the first episode like, I love it. And you know what? I think every time it's like less and less of a surprise now. Like, you definitely had your huge Anissa wave of people being like, she sucks. And then all of a sudden, you don't suck. And you never did. But, you know, you had doubters. And now yeah. it's just like, oh, no. Like, Anissa comes in first. Anissa wins shit. So I love it. It's, that is how it you is. You heard that here. Probably not first because yeah. it's my second time winning the first, the first <laughs> challenge. But I got to give the play of the day to you. Ooh. <laughs> Let's talk about it. It's not because you're my best friend. Um, it's actually because Tori made like a whole like song out of the colors and numbers. And we memorized colors, numbers, and letters thinking it was going to be something else. Yeah. I forgot what green was. And I told Tori to her face, I said, just give me this one. I'll let you win. I don't even care. I just want to get it done. And I then literally- Kels and his big old fingers... Yeah. Well, I screamed it at you. At first, you asked me for the code, and I was like, no, I want to win. And then I had to, like, process in the middle of a challenge. I was like, oh, that's Anissa. She's my friend. I can tell her the code. So I, like, give you the five or whatever it was. And then you guys take off. Troubling. Yeah, and Kellis had really big fingers. So when he clocked in our code, obviously – he he messed it all up, but we'll dive yeah, and I into the hands of a child. So I was perfect. Yeah. All right. The dirtiest deed. Can I say it? Because I think I have it. OK. Listen, honestly, I don't think that this player is a dirty player, but I think that the way she maneuvered in the first episode was she did what she had to do to get out of elimination. I got to give it to Emmy because Mm. she knew she was partners with a rookie. She was able to create this havoc with a list. She was the one who blew that up. And I think it was incredibly smart, but it was that's how you play. Like it was a dirty play. Come on. Well, yeah, totally. I mean, Emmy is um, she is quite the character and she she says what she says. Dude, it's amazing. Like great for the show. Especially mm-hmm. when she says Mr. TJ. I mean, that That's never gets old. Never no. gets old. Never going to get old. Thank you, Mr. TJ. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. TJ. We have we have Emmy saying thank you, Mr. TJ. And we have Gabo calling him a stranger in the special. <laughs> yeah. He said, and then some stranger. 
<laughs> Do you know where Apple's you are? like, I'm here for the I'm here for the booze and the chicks. <laughs> like I'm, I picked Nani because she's hot. So Nani's good. like, I'm here with Casey Gabo. It's so good. Oh God. The I comic love relief. the honesty of oh. these people who are just like, fuck it. Yeah, man. There's, there's so, so many new quite, people. It's so refreshing. Absolutely. Yeah. But let's it, get it into may this. get problematic later. Yeah. Let's get into this first episode. So obviously the challenge was pretty cool. We were all split into two. We had the international agents and then we had the American agents. The American agents were tied up to these cinder blocks. We were actually chained and we didn't really have much information, but um, the international agents got to run through and come scoop us up and we got to find our partners. And Anissa, we got pretty lucky. I mean, I had Kells. He's an absolute beast. And you had Mm -hmm. Logan. Like he was such a gem when he picked you. It was adorable. Oh my God. I, I love him. I literally was like, do you speak Spanish? And what you don't hear is that I, I didn't just say hola, but yeah, I just want to make that everyone clear on that. But I have a whole conversation with him to explain what we have to do in the challenge. But in Spanish. Yes. In Spanish. And for those who don't know, I, I speak it pretty well. So I felt like honored to have this partner because he was supporting me and pushing me. Like, he's like, I would like to run. I'm like, awesome, because Casey and Emmanuel were right in front of me. Yeah. And they were first, but they were walking. And he was like, I was like, we can walk now. It's fine. He goes, I would like to run. I'm like, well, then you're going to have to hold somebody's chains if you want me to run with you. Yeah. But he pushed me the whole time we were sprinting. He was just like, run, like, let's go. You're good. And like, that's all you need is support. Yeah. One person that believes in your strengths and will push you when they know that something may not be. Sprinting, however, I don't really have an issue with. So I got really lucky. I got brain work. (laughs) I got a super, super beautiful partner. He's probably the prettiest person in the house. Um, He is beautiful. So, so beautiful. And he's nice. So hopefully that works out for us. Yeah. And you guys crushed it. You guys win the first challenge. And the best thing about you winning the first challenge, aside from being you, was that you guys came right before Renan and... Michaela, and we're going to have mm-hmm. Michaela on later in this episode, but I obviously come in third with Kells, and it was very clear, like, how much of a threat Michaela and Renan were going to be because we were like, holy shit, there's so many teams, and a lot of them have vets, and for a team to come in second place, not have a vet on their team, these mm-hmm. people have to be skilled. These people have to be on their toes, and they know what I they're doing. I didn't even so. think about that. Yeah. I didn't even think that they were both rookies yeah. doing this. I was thinking I mean, it. I Renan was looking played at basketball like, for three days for three years. You know, he's a pro. <laughs> um, I, can't, I can't with you. He was sweet though. No, they were. You know, they did finish right after us, and I was just like, "This is gonna go." You know, one of two ways: she could be pissed that she didn't win, um, or like this this girl's really this woman's really a threat. Yeah, I think she was more of a threat to me than Renan was. Um, yeah, but you're only as strong as your partner. So together, totally. you know. Right now, I'm like, I don't know. Not too worried about it. these people going to... Worried for future. Right. Future challenges um, this season, but immediately... uh, I don't know. I was trying to think long game, you know? It's hard in those moments, though. Yeah. And But you know what? It was good to just kind of, like, keep your eye on that and know. And then, obviously, we all get back into the house after you guys win first place, and... I can't even believe how many like hookups and like flirty scenes there are. It was like last season double agents. There was barely it was any a dry hookups. spell. 
This season, it's like after everyone isolated after COVID, I think people were just like around flesh and bodies and they were like, touch my body, you know? Like, also, this is the first time we've had a warm season. Yeah, that's I mean, true. we were tanning outside in 60 degree weather. I mean, everybody's coated in oil and thongs and yeah, and and Devin in that banana hammock. Thank you oh. for that, Devin. Um, <laughs> so good. Just coming in, just just giving us giving the people what they want. Yeah, um, it was. That's why I said it was like Love Island, Temptation Island, Too Hot. To, it was everything. Yeah, it was good. It was a really, really good season. And like we got to see the Nelson and Ashley hookup. Yeah. Oh my god. When I, didn't know I started after Double Agents. Me either. When we started when we saw them hooking up in the house, people were like, "What the fuck is like this is going to break." I didn't internet. see any of that in the Dude. house. And then Amanda and Fessy, I mean like talk well, about was, a yeah. whirlwind of people. Yeah. I what mean, do you think? Fessy's kind of Fessy's kind of changing his tune a little bit this season. I think that as much as he wanted to say that last season didn't affect him, double agents definitely affected him. I think what we thought of him affected him, what the fans thought affected him. Seeing himself act like a dick affected him. And I think that um, he was like, you know what, there's room for improvement. You know what I mean? Like, cool, I'm a good athlete, but there's got to be more to me. So I'm happy that he let us in a little bit more this time and, you know, I think it's cool. And Amanda doesn't take any shit, so I can't wait to see what happens with this lovely couple. Yeah, they're spicy. It's nice to have this balance because obviously we have people already hooking up and getting to know one another and having fun, and then you know the game kicks back in, and that's when shit really starts to boil up. And then we have this deliberation and this note from Michaela. So I want to dive into that because that takes up majority of the episode because... Honestly, to this day, I still don't know what was on that note, Anissa. Listen, I still feel like the note she showed me wasn't the note. I know. I, I, but like at the same time, everyone's basically calling everybody a liar. And that's why it's going to be really important. we don't know any of them. It's going to be really important to have her on in the episode to hear her side of the story because obviously we didn't get to dissect it too mm-hmm. much while she was there. But one thing is for sure, at that deliberation, I mean – Survivor, if it ever had an alliance, it imploded immediately. Mm-hmm. It was yep. just not, it was well, not. Kels we called it though. What did he say? Remember when we were in the bedroom and Kels was like, just watch him, watch him implode. Like, yeah. He yeah, called he did it. That. He was like, this is what's about to happen. Survivor's yeah. going to turn on each other and then they're just going to fall apart. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? Yeah, cool. Nobody else had to get their hands dirty. And, you know, it is the first time us vets were like, you know, this is our show. Damn it. Yeah. Thank God. And we're going to, we're going to see how long we can protect each other. So it made the voting much easier. I think for you guys, I don't really know because I wasn't, you know, involved in it. It's shitty to win sometimes because you don't know what's going to happen, but it was awesome because I was like, I don't really have to worry about anything right now. I can, I can protect my friends and know that they're not going to be house vote. Yeah. And which was awesome. This survivor implosion helped to, send you know let that ship sail yeah absolutely I mean it's definitely interesting that we all get to work with each other this season and I don't know how long for but it's definitely good for right now because we're all Mm -hmm. able to protect one another and you know like you said you were in power so you were able to protect all of the vets and so we go to this elimination obviously Renan and Michaela get voted in and you have to choose now a guy and a girl from different any team you want so this twist comes up now where instead of just like. Well, a- actually, this is what I did. Okay. I went and I sat with Michaela and Renan 
and I had a conversation and I asked them, who would you like to go against? Mm. And Michaela said, Emmy, 1000%. Yeah. And this was after deliberation. Yeah. Um, and you know, me inquiring kind of looks like I'm concerned with what she actually has to say about it, but knowing that I may go that way anyway. Right. So it kind of, it works out for me like, Oh, you give me who I want. Yeah, I've then been that there. kind of helps me out later. And I get it because yeah. I've, I've been in that situation, I yeah. think, before. And yeah. um, so we had that conversation. So I already knew that she wanted Emmy and Corey. Yeah. It was a good thing that you changed it, though. And I think that people don't get to see this either. Yeah, like Logan, because you end up throwing in Corey. Obviously, he gets this like shit end of no. the stick. Remember, TJ was like Anissa. And I'm like, Corey, <laughs> Corey and Emmy. I said both names thinking. Oh, yeah, you that did. That they were a pair. You did. And I had already said Corey's name, and I was like, shit, I don't want to piss off any other guys. Yeah. I can do damage control with Emmy, you know? But yeah. now that they're single, yeah, I'm like, all right, well, who's strong enough to take out to take out Michaela and Renan? Because I, I'm assuming that they're going to be a force in this elimination. Not knowing yeah. what the elimination was. But Coriel's a big dude, you know? Yeah. And I think that anybody thinking that he didn't have a fighting chance by himself totally underestimated him. Absolutely. I, I was just looking at it like, okay, well, you know, Michaela came in second. Michaela and Renan, if they go home, that's not, yeah. not that crazy. And it, Michelle was by herself. She doesn't have a partner right now. Yeah. You know, not it made sense. To go. So I'm and like, also Michelle and Michaela kind of were working with each other, and maybe that whole fight could have been a smokescreen. Who knows? Like, yeah, we, you do, we didn't know. So it was a smart move on your part, and ultimately, a strong girl was going to go home because M- Michelle is also a beast, and you're going to see that yeah. later in the season. You know, she wins this elimination, obviously with the help of Corey, but honestly, both of them were down there, so you can't. Credit one and not the other. Yes, Corey was incredible, but you can't just take away what Michelle did down there. She was still there. So, like, shout out to both of them for winning their first elimination and then getting the power to choose their new partner, which was also a twist. We Listen, we sent two teams in. We came back with four new teams that night. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Wait, four? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. Tracy and Kells. Um, you and Ed and Emmy, yeah. me and Corey and Michelle and Devin. I mean, how do you guys feel as as first round draft picks this season? I was just too busy cracking up over Devin. I was fucking dying. The how fact we that can Devin anyone that he was the best choice. Dude, and the best thing is, it's like Devin's the type of guy to walk around the house and he's like, guys, I don't know if you've heard, but I made top five hottest guys of the challenge list this year. Like, here I am. Like, he is so fucking funny. So to give him more room to make jokes, like, I didn't, I loved, I loved Corey. He performed really well. I was sad to be away from Kells because I thought he was also a tank, but Corey is a tank as well. So either way, I felt like I was in a good spot. And I just couldn't believe that Devin got picked first. I know. I think we also don't didn't care about who our partners was who our partners were necessarily because yeah, four new teams were just created. So it was like chances of you staying with your partner the whole game are even slimmer than double agents now. Absolutely. Like you could pick anybody from anywhere. So if I hate you and I won, (laughs) yeah. Isn't that silly? Yeah, it's crazy. I just don't really believe in revenge. Or do I? Well, listen, somebody who might be coming back for revenge in the future, 
maybe could be Michaela. And we're about to have her on this episode. She's going to talk about that note. She's going to talk about her experience on the challenge, her experience on Survivor, and give us all the inside scoop on what's going on in her life. So let's talk to Michaela. Is there a list or is there not? Stay tuned. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. All right, guys, now we are so excited for the one and only, the star of episode one, Michaela Bradshaw, the survivor herself, to come on the podcast and hash some stuff out with us. Michaela, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, Tori. Thanks, Anissa. Glad to chat. Listen, if you were a celebrity, you'd be an A-list celebrity. How's it like that? Was it bad? That was horrible, but I loved it. Like A-list? Yep. Do you get we it? get it, Dad. We get, we it. get it. I'm going to work on my fake laugh, though. So. Uh, okay. No. Okay. Oh, so dead. Speaking of fake, was the list fake? Was it real? Where the hell was it? Because I sure as hell couldn't find it. Um, yeah. The list in the way it was described was completely fake. Um, I, do I, did I have lists of, of people's names with partners on it? Yes. I write a lot, um, but that's generally what it was. Um, what I found out, and I was I was genuinely like surprised and confused, which is why 
you know, my energy went towards Michelle and the deliberation. And then Emmy started talking. I was like, what? What is this? But the aftermath cleared all of this up for me. Essentially, what happened was, yes, um, I was talking to Emmy. She was part of the conversation and Michelle. Brennan and Tommy were in the room, so she was clear about that. Um, what I was saying was, since Michelle and Emmy felt targeted, they were both crying that day at various points. And I was like, look, y'all, you don't have to, like, be sad. It's a game. Somebody's going to go in. But if you feel like it's you, you don't have to just sit here. Just think of who you trust. Think of who you trust out of all the people here. So that's where the list came up. It was a list of partners' names. But I, I was saying verbally, think of who you trust and ask them to shift the vote. Like, you can vote together. You don't have to just sit around. That was a conversation. Mm-hmm. So when Emmy started talking in deliberation, I thought, like, did she misunderstand English? Like, was this a translation error? But on the aftermath, Amanda confirmed it herself. She went to Emmy that night and said, hey, it's probably going to be you. So you need to come up with something so you can throw, throw votes on someone else. Mm-hmm. She literally said it out of her mouth. And I was like... There it is. Um, but at this point, Emmy is so convinced that there was a list because she started drawing in the camera and shit. And I was like, you know, that, ma'am, you didn't see that. Um, so anywho, that's what it was. No, I've never had a hit list of, of anyone. But did I have lots of things written down? Yes, but none of it was. Yes, you did. Yeah. You had lots of things I think- in a bag. I yeah, had I had macaroni the- recipes. I had what I did. <laughs> Literally, I had just list stuff of shit. written down. Like, yeah. what else is there to do? You had positive I affirmations. The- yeah, I did have affirmations. The confusing thing for me was, and like what really threw me off, especially in that deliberation, obviously watching it all back, it's like easy to see the conversations that Tommy and uh, Michelle had. Now we understand that they were willing to flip sides if they had to. But when Tommy co-signed what was on that list... It was like a, why would he lie? Like, that was the most, so so did Tommy's cosign on that list, was that a lie? That was a lie. Ask him, bring him on. So we should have. Oh my God. <laughs> it was a lie. And so let me, let me back this up to you also. Like, when I was hearing, you know, the Survivor Alliance and stuff, the reason I was making me so uncomfortable is because I genuinely didn't know them in that way. I had met Michelle one time several years ago, but I knew Michelle and Tommy were sick as thieves. So I was like, this isn't good for me because I can't even trust y'all like that. Mm. Um, so I I felt like if there was anybody I could trust, it would be Michelle, but Michelle and Tommy's relationship made me uncomfortable. So that's why I was trying to die that down. But I had my concerns about Tommy and I shared them. And mm. honestly, I was so gutted to see this episode because my feelings were so hurt because I was like, dang, I've just ruined a potential for a relationship with this girl forever. Because I could tell from looking in Michelle's eyes during that deliberation, like she was hurt. And I, I was hurt about that, which is why I was so just even more demoralized when she was thrown into the elimination with me. Because I was like, I don't, I don't have the, the heart to, to do anything, but I ain't trying to go home first. But when I saw like, Michelle and Tommy have that conversation, like, oh, we'll throw her under the bus, you know, to keep ourselves safe. Then I was like, you know what, Michaela, your gut instincts about people are right. And I have to learn, one, don't react. Mm. I, that, that's just an adult lesson I need to. I'm getting many opportunities to learn, and sometimes I just keep failing. But not to react to things. Um, but then also to just trust my gut about people and 
figure out my way around it because I, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt and it doesn't work in my favor most of the time, but, um, does your, but for some reason I want to keep doing it. Does your gut still tell you to put me at the top of your list? <laughs> and you were not okay. So let me clear this up. That was another thing, Tori. If you remember after the first challenge, who did I run up to and say I want to play with? It wasn't. It wasn't because y'all were just happened to be first and third. Like I genuinely, I, I, I'm the strong women woman. Like. I genuinely wanted to play with y'all, but I was like, mm, I totally forgot about that conversation. Really... Yeah, we did. We had it right after yeah. we were walking. You were like, I want to be friends. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. I am remembering yeah. it too now. There's a lot people, going on, though. Many people I, you know? Yeah. yeah. But ask how many people I said that to. You're not going to find that much. So, you know, it was just one of those things where my read on you, Anissa, was like, you're going to keep your cards close to your chest. Everybody's going to be in your face because you just won. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to sit in the background. But, Tori, I did overhear some conversations. Like, you were explaining to Kels, like, how sneaky Survivor people are and all this and that about Survivor. And I was like, damn, I don't want her to feel like I'm that way because I'm genuinely yeah. not, which is why I have it one Survivor. Um, you know, when people, yeah. Yeah. And you know, the thing is, is you're so right. On my rookie season, I got very lucky that vet girls were like, she's strong. I want to work with her. And it, But if, if you don't get pulled in by a vet like that, you are immediately Beyond a target because we saw you and you were, you are a, a specimen. You are so strong. And it's, it's honestly unfair that you had to leave the game so early because you are going to be, if you ever do come back in the future, such a fucking monster of a competitor. And I think that that's just what it was. Not only did that list happen and it made it easy for people to kind of throw their vote on you. It's like, dude, this girl is a beast. Mm -hmm. So we're afraid of her. You don't have to be afraid. I'm nice. I'll tell you around. I do, and so here's the thing too, which is why like, I felt bad for Renan for like Loki being attached to me. I knew it's probably in my best interest to be with a guy that's like big and super scary or that has connections and people not going to vote for, um, which is why I was like trying my best to like, let's just win the first challenge so we can get out the way. But this is what I experienced. I experienced both times on Survivor. Like my name always comes up and it's for that exact reason. It's just something about me just sticks out and stands out. But if I can make it those first couple of votes, I, I build genuine relationships. I'm not a social player in the sense of, the first day I meet you, you're going to feel like we're bestie buddies. Right. So, but, so are you saying that you're going to discontinue the writing of, um, if you come on the... Oh, yeah. Okay. I won't be writing anything. I'll probably, I'll probably <laughs> like, use condiments and just do stuff <laughs> on my plate. Bro, and then they do that eat it. in the future of the season. I mean, I'm not going to make any spoilers, oh, but really? condiments, condiments <laughs> oh. come into play. <laughs> That's what I would do, because, you know, you just need to process sometimes and see things, but then I need to be able to lick it up and be done. You uh, better like that. They so. better have some condiments you like. <laughs> you know, Damn. not mayonnaise. Okay, yeah, well, I think it no is cool. mayo next time. No mayo, and I think that you will be all right. I mean, it is helpful to write shit down. That's why they try and take everything away from us. God forbid. Yeah. I mean, I used to journal every night. Yeah. Back in the day and write shit down and you we would make a list of names, but it it didn't mean anything. We were just trying to work out numbers. Yeah. Like how many votes do Got we it. have? And or like, 
how many people are here because I'm forgetting or how many weeks do we have left? So how many eliminations yeah. are there going to be? Like, exactly. I knew there were going to be double. So, but that's just math. We had too many fucking people. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah. it is what it is. But everyone's always had, Laurel had her book. Yeah. Teresa had her, I mean, you know, a lot of people that, that are smart that need to like visualize stuff and work stuff out write it down so my favorite thing though is when anisa's like all right we got to get to the bottom of this let's go find the fucking list yeah and then she (laughs) at one point in time she's like i'm gonna go through the trash can i'm like i'm literally no i went through the trash bag but then i was like i can't really get into this trash bag because it's been here for a while and i'm just i'm sharing a bathroom with seven other people i'm not going to do this and then i went over and i'm like okay you had all this stuff in a um like all of your note paper in a plastic bag. And I'm like, okay, that's just too far. Like there's one thing, like if the note was like out and I could see it and like grab it, yeah. but I need evidence. I'm not really good yeah. at the like, oh, there is no list or, oh, there is a list. Well, one of y'all are lying and somebody's telling the fucking <laughs> truth. I just don't know which one. And to be honest, I'm like kind of out of my hands oh, now. I mean, I thought I had it in my hands, yeah. but I think that was just a napkin. So, um, yeah, I just, I can't. And then Huey was just like, well, I saw her put something. I'm like, what did you see? Yeah. It could have been a tissue. It could have been been a pad. It could have been anything. Huey, you got, you came in the house two hours ago. What did you see me do? (laughs) Like, and and y'all, my mind is so literal too. So when people say things, that's a lie. Like I live, I genuinely try to figure out how is this possible? But it, 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 I, I just have to realize, like, yo, people lie, and it's okay. You just, yeah, keep watching. I mean, it is part of the game, and you it's came from Survivor. Like, you, you do have. I ended up watching your season of Survivor when I was uh, chilling in quarantine because I was like, all right, like they all ha- had the opportunity to watch us if they watched past seasons of the challenge. Let me do the same because, yeah. like, I want to know who I'm dealing with too. And so we, I got to see you on both of your seasons and it is really interesting how you changed up your gameplay, which I think is really important, it, especially when you have continuing, like, you're going to come back on the show. You have to switch up your game every single time. And do you think that those two seasons of Survivor helped you for this challenge at all? Or do you feel like if you were to come back, you would change up what you would do in the future or, like... Yeah. What, what's your gameplay going forward? I think I think relationships um, are super important. So even even though I was there for a very very short amount of time, the people that I made genuine connections with, I'm still connected with. And also, as people start to piece things together over the course of the season, they realize, oh snap, this person lied on me. Could could they have been lying other times? I wonder. Um, so. Th- that stuff would come back to me. So that's, that's good. Like my whole thing is as people realize like, yo, Michaela has a track record of loyalty. That's one thing that hasn't changed. One thing I've never done and will never do again is call somebody out publicly. Um, Cause e- even though seeing the back end of it, okay. it's slightly justified, but I just don't like how that feels. Mm-hmm, but generally yeah. what, what I'll do is, you know, relationships are important. Um, staying on the radar is important being proactive and picking this partner like I literally had the pick of the litter I could see everybody is there running down except Emmanuel who knew exactly who he wanted he was screaming Casey from the bushes but yeah everybody else was kind of lost and 
I, I never was like, you come here until all the dudes were almost gone. And then it was like, okay, Belgium. Uh, so who would you have picked? Yeah. Instead Kells of or Kyle. So I, Kyle was a person I wanted because I knew he was a vet male and I figured that would be safest for me. And he's strong. Like he's made it to, when he made it to the final, he was second um, in, in some previous season. And then he got right next to the final at the one of the last seasons that he was in. So I was like, yeah, that would be great. Um, but when I saw Kells come out, I was like, he's big. That's great. Um, so those would have been top two choices. Oh, and, and Nam. But I feel like Nam and Michelle, they're, their hearts align better. And I would mm-hmm. I would hate to ever say or do anything that hurt Nam's feelings. So I was a little scared of him being the nicest, The nicest person in the world. Yeah. Well, even though you were only on the show for a short period of time, how do you think it compared to Survivor? Because obviously Survivor is very different, but there are a lot of similarities. It's so different in the sense of, one, all the previous relationships. If you play twice on Survivor, that's a huge deal. That's very, very rare. And then you have, like, maybe 10 total people over 40 seasons that may have played more than twice. So it it doesn't happen. You start from scratch um, each time. The challenge there is no starting from scratch. Half the people know each other. You know, you have things that are carrying over. So that those relationships coming in are one thing. Another thing, the challenges here are super cool and super tough. Like that first challenge, I was sore walking around the house after that one. But I love that sore feeling. So yeah. those are fun. I wish I could do more of those. Um, third, the challenge happens all day and all night. Like Survivor. There's no lights. When the sun goes down, people sit down and shut up. Um, you just coast. The challenge is like some of the people that sleep in the daytime, they wake up at 4 p.m. and then they're just creating havoc all night. And the only <laughs> little time of rest is like 6 a.m. in the morning when the sun comes up and the chickens are, are clucking, you know? So yeah. just trying to find a rhythm of like, how do I have some alone time in here without looking antisocial? Um, that was that was a challenge for me as well as figuring out like, how do I live? How do I go from living by myself isolated in a pandemic to overnight yeah. living with like a thousand people who don't wash their dishes? Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a fucking nightmare, isn't it? <laughs> they throw the dishes too. I was like, why would you show that? I hope those kids that were in the house look at it and say, damn, we were nasty. And thank you. Yeah. They don't, they don't yeah. take responsibility for shit. You know, filthy. but no, on Survivor, you actually have work to do. Like there is no free meal. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, you need to go gather firewood. Like there's, there's stuff to keep you occupied. But the right. challenge is like everything's catered to you. So there's nothing to do, but just create chaos and sleep with yeah, people. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Were you a fan of the show before you came on it or did you I, not watch it? So I watched Real World and Road Rules. Took a little break. Um, seeing little bits and pieces of the challenge, like back when the challenge that sticks out in my mind was like somebody had to roll in some mustard and make themselves into a hot dog or something. It was, oh, you know you? Wait, we had to make ourselves into burritos and we ended up on buns at the end burritos. or whatever it was. Yeah. It was called sausage. It was like... called sausage party and we were saran wrapped up to our necks. Yeah. What? And I was Shit like, was crazy. You know, that's, that's interesting. Um, oh but God. then really what got me looking is when Jay was on there. Um, mm-hmm. cause you know, me and Jay right. played survivor together. Another person that flipped things on me. Um, but 
No, I, I was watching for Jay. I love watching people that I've met in person do things. Mm-hmm. And I was really disappointed and upset like when when rogan had him in that elimination and gave him a concussion and i was like that's it i want to go play now (laughs) Um, but (laughs) didn't last but that that was really my emphasis there because i was like that is not kind to do to a person so yeah i mean that happens you know in in the in the name of the game shit goes down in that but I think that that's something that you definitely – we knew you were going to bring that similar, like, competitive nature to the show. I mean, you and Brennan finished second. Yep. And the moment you guys crossed that line second, I mean, I was so happy Anissa won. Obviously, number one, because <laughs> Anissa won. That's my bitch. But number two, because she, thank God, beat you and Brennan. I mean, you, you guys had the vets shaking. We were like, what is going to happen if from the very start of this game, the rookies have control? We are – we're, we're – yeah so the fact that you guys came in second and you guys placed so well we knew that you were going to be an absolute competitive threat Mm -hmm. and i mean it like you said before when you are such a strong player it's going to put a target on your back that and then having the survivor numbers and having that alliance do you feel like having all of those people there from survivor was a disadvantage for you now or do you wish you could go 100 um it was it was cool i didn't even realize survivor was in so many different countries like that mm-hmm. but i was like yeah this 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 is not i don't need any additional targets and this is creating one dude the international survivor the versions the five internationally months is crazy they have to yeah, stay outside for five months five like, months how many six nope yeah five no months. thank you nope what that no, I, 39 mm-hmm. days was like, I'll try that out. But five months? What? See you later. See you never. And I would be what? in the ocean. Where did Anissa go? She did. I'd come out <laughs> of the island like Jumanji. What year is it? You know? Like, no, not- I would have dreadlocks and yeah. a full bush everywhere. Full bush for sure. Have to I'd go be get- a, I would be a bush. <laughs> have to go get laser hair removal before you go. Because otherwise, yeah. <laughs> you're going to be a sea sponge. So do you think... Um, were you excited for any of the other rookies that were on this season, Michaela? Do you did you know any of them besides Michaela and Tommy? I mean, no, Michelle and Tommy. Um, sorry. I really I was able to connect with M- Michelle and Tommy beforehand. Um, I thought Jay was going to be on, so I was like, woo! And then that didn't happen. Um, so no, <laughs> everybody was basically new to me. So. I was seeing most of the rookies when the, when they crossed the finish line, and it was so exciting because I was like, man, it's me and Michelle for the girls, it's Tommy and Coriel for the boys. And when everybody else came across, I'm like, wow, it's a, the numbers might be in my favor. And then I was mm. realizing they're from all over, and that was just so refreshing for me because again, like being in the house, staring in front of a computer for a year plus, like that drained me to a to a degree that I can't even express so just being somewhere different doing something fun being around different people that that was super exciting for me but I wish I would have you know met some of them ahead of time that would have been nice yeah yeah I mean I think that you did what you could with what you were given and sometimes in a moment you need to switch your shit up and it just that's how the game is, you know, and so yeah. you, you learn over time less is more 
even yeah. though you want to like protect yourself and speak up for yourself sometimes just, just shutting up go. and like just let it go because to be honest people will mess up at some point mm-hmm. you know and I think it was just really easy for people to one like okay get a list cool this will be easy um and two, she's a threat. So we're not going to give her the credit that she's a threat yet, but we're totally going to make this list a thing. Like, even <laughs> if it wasn't real, even if you were like, it's not. And everyone was like, no, it's not. I mean, the, the after that seeds planted, that seed of doubt, it, yeah, it's, gonna it's grow. so hard to move away from that. It just kind of sits in your head, you know, and yeah, that sucks. But hey. it just... Yeah, I mean, and it put you in a bad spot, but I think that you handled it so well. You know, there's conversations that we had before you even go into elimination and you're like, yeah, I'm going in. It's cool. You know, if I come back, you know, it's I hope that we can work together. And I just like thought the way you handled it was really mm-hmm. amazing, like so strong. Um, but obviously the elimination wasn't entirely in your hands. Like you and Renan yeah. had to work together. Were you nervous to go into elimination with him and knowing that your fate was in his hands? Yeah, I, I really didn't think of it initially as my fate being in his hands. I, for whatever reason, I was like, you know, I hope this is an individual elimination because, you know, I got a good shot of coming back. <laughs> but to hear Anissa be like, yeah, I knew it was going to be part pairs on him. I'm like, oh, that, that would have maybe changed yeah, up my Yeah, we could have had that conversation. But, <laughs> um, but no. I was too busy so... fucking scavenger hunt upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Easter egg hunt. <laughs> For real, no, but once once TJ explained the challenge, I was like, this is not, this is going to be different. So I kept thinking, okay, what what strategy could I use? Because we can't out tug Coriel. Like it's going to take yeah. me and Renan to outdo Coriel. Um, and the best I could think was, man, I Renan, flip yourself. I'm gonna flip myself. You gotta flip yourself. And we gotta we gotta have all four on the ground. We can't do this pushback crap. And you know, my buddy couldn't flip. So it's all right. So I know that. I mean, the I mean, what they don't show is that I initially called down Emmy and Coriel, um, but I didn't know that I was gonna be have to pick or we were gonna have to pick individual people. So we were totally thrown off. But at that time, like Michelle had no partner. We didn't mm-hmm. know what was gonna happen to her in the game. And I wasn't going to fight with Logan because one, I'd have to, then I feel like I would have to translate that to Spanish and like, just really try and cuss him out of there and convince him that we were making the right um, decision. But he said Michelle's name first. So I, that was easy for me. Right. Even though I really enjoyed her, but yeah. to see your reaction, it just sucks. Cause it's like, I've gone against my friend. Yeah. It's, it's a terrible, yeah. terrible yeah. feeling, but it, yeah. it, it also is part of the game. So how did how did you feel like, okay, not even how did you feel? Clearly I could see it, but who would you have wanted to go against instead of Michelle? So, I, Ashley or Amanda, to be quite honest. Um, so my whole thing, this, this is, let's go back to this list. If there were a list, there's no way in the world one of you two would be at the top of it. doesn't make any sense for me personally. But for me, it was like, all right, Ashley, um, you drink all the alcohol, so better for everyone. You go. Two, <laughs> am I allowed to say that? Yeah, um, you can say whatever you want. If, if, if there was, if there, if there was actually two people, it would, it would have been for me, Ashley and Huey, and then Amanda as an option if I knew Coriel was going in, because then you need the smallest person to to offset Coriel. But if Coriel wasn't in there, 
Ashley, you were you was loud. I felt like I couldn't trust him. I figured that out in deliberation. Ashley, you know, she's chaotic too. And she's really smart though at puzzles. Like she finds a way to get things done. So she's I figure legal. you can move yeah, move move her out as quickly as possible and and at least taking away one veteran number would kind of open up the game a little bit and help people be willing to play with you. But I just didn't feel like it was smart to have two vets go in because then it would make y'all feel like we're not trying to play with you, which that that wasn't the case. So if it was Coriel plus another, Amanda, just because she's small and a vet, um, if it wasn't Coriel and it was a, a pair, Ashley and Huey, just to make the house a little bit quieter, uh, a little bit more comfortable, <laughs> and, you know, let, give me a space to advance in the game. That, I that's a- what I picked. I have a lot of respect for uh, the way you process the game. And I just think that you came on to a season where for the first time in seasons, the vets were like, all right, guys, to, like be smart about we're it. We're going to do it together. We hope like this was the, this is so brand new for all of us. I mean, there's a lot of bad blood between a lot of us vets. And obviously as the season continues, that will also continue to show itself. So it just, it's, it was a bad time and bad situation for a player like you to have that list thing happen so early on and then also yeah. be paired with a rookie. It was like the worst storm possible. Yeah. So but I hope you get a chance be. to play again. Yeah, you maybe, meant to, maybe I was meant to like go spy off the land first before doing anything, yeah. you know? Because I did learn mm-hmm. a lot. And again, I got what I needed, which was a break from real life and just, meeting new people and experiencing different things and just thinking in a different way and also learning from some being reminded of some lessons that I need to learn and some things I need to work on personally. Um, so I think, I think everything happens for a reason, man. And, and that's why I couldn't I even that. be mad. You know, when you do a show like I that, yeah, you know, there's always a chance. There's always a chance you're going to go in. There's always a chance you're going to lose. And I feel like if anybody has the balls to take, losing first and not like crumbling into a crying mess it might be me <laughs> i i have a lot of it's, respect for you yeah that is the perfect way to um to look at it like i always tell tori like you just have to have that well i tell all the listeners you have to have balance i think in anything in life but like knowing that it is a game i know there's a lot of money on the line but there are literally one or two people that are going to have that money right mm-hmm. and your chances are very small yeah very small so you have to do what you have to do to get there. And if you don't get there, well, then you go Try home. Again. And home should be that bad. And you come back and you revise your game a little bit and or play the same one over and over for like decades. But um, you do learn stuff. And if you're able to reflect and use this as a positive experience, then it really you win in so many other ways. So yeah. I do like how positive you are and brutally honest, which. Yeah. Refreshing. You know, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it's nice. You say what some people think, which is nice. Yeah, you know that's why I was so shocked. Like at the end of this episode, when Emmy was like, "We got rid of a fake person," and I was like, "You're so confused. Bless your heart." Aww. That's not me. You know what? Like everybody's gonna take shots and say whatever they're gonna say in interviews. That's just how the game the game goes. Yeah, so, that's how interviews are. Whatever. Like I take all that shit with a grain of salt. And obviously, you know who you are, and you know you're yeah. not fake. Probably one of the realest ever yeah. it, definitely the realist in the first episode your ass was like tick, 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 tick. yeah you got mpv mpv jesus christ yeah. mvp real so I now <laughs> so now that you have been sent home 
who are you rooting for in this season? And would you do another season of the challenge? Yeah, I'm rooting for Corey L. Especially watching that, I feel so bad. Like, he literally didn't have anything to do with anything and, and now has to move through the season with a target on his back. Um, so, definitely rooting for him. Um, and I, I'm rooting for a lot of my international folks, too, to be quite honest. Like, I just recognize from talking to them how big it is to be on a U.S. Yeah. produced show. And so I'm I'm all for like, yay, diversity, you know, yeah. show your country, tell us your culture. So anybody really, but I also, I also root for the best every single time. So whoever plays the best game makes it to the end, kudos. And whoever wins, wins because you won and you deserve it. Um, so, but yeah, will you see me again? Definitely. I will go again. That little bit of time that I had again was so just so refreshing even the like breakdown parts for me was great because I just remember like oh this is who I am it's okay to have these feelings it's nice to talk Mm -hmm. to people and be able to share something in common that's the one thing I miss like going back into the working world there's nobody I work with who's had these types of experiences so you can't really talk to people and connect with them the same way because they don't get it so after kind of putting myself in a box to fit a particular environment for so long, it was just so nice and so needed to be around people who were just being either themselves or who they wanted to be that day, because there's so many people in the world <laughs> who, 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 who don't have the freedom to do that. So yeah. that by itself was just to me. Now I just got to know like, okay, some people sell, like Kyle said, might just be the devil. So I got to be prepared. I got to be prepared. Yes, absolutely. But you know what? You've done it before. You've come back. Second season of Survivor. Played a better game the second time around. If you get another opportunity. And honestly, I think you will. Because I think that you didn't get enough time to show who you are. But in that short amount of time, you were able to make some some great TV. So in my eyes, you're going to be coming back. So Mm -hmm. I hope you are. And we have one final question for you. Yeah. the name of this season is Spies, Lies, and Allies. So and we need you fries. to choose. <laughs> we Sorry, need you to choose. I, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> we need you to choose the biggest spy, the biggest liar, and the biggest ally from this episode. So who is the biggest spy? Someone to look out for that could be like sneaky potentially in the future. The biggest spy. Ooh. My mind just went to Kells and Anissa, but for two different reasons. Ooh, <laughs> spicy, spicy. I like yes. spice. Bring the heat, Michaela. Let's go. I'm not afraid. Anita, I'm not afraid of you. You have so much inside scoop and so much experience <laughs> and information that it's like, it's like your big brother watching and you know, you have all this information. It's just, what are you going to do with it? And you know how to like hold your cards. So that's yeah, the definition does. of a spy. Um, Thank Kels, you, baby. I love yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> is one of, is very a, a calculating person, um, yeah. and you can you can just tell every move he makes is because he's trying to do something. Um, yeah. And so that's the type of person that you like. You have to keep your spy eye on. Um, yeah. Liar, Emmy. She wins. Um, and Tommy, <laughs> I throw Tommy in there too. His teaching self out there lying. Um, and then allies, 
you know, I feel like my partner was a good ally. He didn't do anything to me. I yeah. didn't talk to him, but yeah. Renan was sweet. Uh, so. Yeah. Shout out to Renan. I love Renan. Little sex counselor. Little sex counselor Renan. <laughs> Kayla, thank you so much for coming on the show we loved hearing your side of the story we think that your season got cut short definitely want to see you in the future definitely want to have a very subtle conversation with you guys after the first challenge again and maybe we can go somewhere from there this time no more list (laughs) no more list no list but we can have a verbal list of what we're gonna do (laughs) perhaps together you know we can collaborate we can collaborate Without taking like any listen, they don't want they don't want too many strong girls working together. Why? That's all we got to do. <laughs> we take uh, over. Yeah. yeah, that's why. I'll have my people so. call your people. Anissa, call there her. There we people. go. Yeah, I got it. I'll call. <laughs> I'll just call her. Awesome. <laughs> well, this awesome. was fun. Thank you it right was much. nice to talk yeah. to y'all and enjoy. Yeah. Thank you so much, Kaylee. Yes. You too. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Thank God Michaela came on here. I mean, real, raw, honest. Still not sure about the list, but I guess it doesn't exist. Um, But really happy she got to come on here. And I'm sure she's not going to be a stranger to the challenge. 
Absolutely. She was awesome. And I respect her honesty 100%. So it was really nice getting her information from her as an agent. It was great intel. Now, going forward, let's talk about Challenge Confidential. Anissa, give us some behind the scenes tea of what happened after the American agents got abducted. Yeah. So did we get abducted? Is that really what happened? What happened was TJ gave us a message. We are about 20 bottles of wine deep. I mean, <laughs> well, we for a lot drinking, of people. Well, yeah, 17 people. I mean, you think four glasses a bottle. We had champagne. Like, it was cute. Um, we see our house. We're all excited. So there's adrenaline. People haven't seen each other in a while. People are getting, you know, getting to know each other. And then TJ gives us that message. And I'm like, um, nobody here. Uh-uh. We, uh-uh, we can't, we can't do this in this state. We're inebriated. Yeah. there's no way we were scared we were scared i mean i was like there's i was like legally there's no way they could do this guys like chill out and then ashley and amanda are just i mean amanda and nani are like open mouth like so confused i'm like guys we're really not going to do a challenge and you know what happened they took us back to the hotel we had been quarantining in for eight days and they promised us beer and pizza you know what we got pizza no No beer because you know what we did have to do yeah. We had a challenge the next day. Yeah. We definitely did. So we might not be drunk while we're doing the challenge, but we were definitely a little bit hungover. I'm not going to say names, but there was somebody who was so hungover they were throwing up right before we got uh, chained to the center box. Wait, who mouthed it to me? Oh, yeah. She was fucked. So <laughs> <laughs> totally forgot about the bus ride. Okay. Well, oh, yeah. So God, there- yeah. We're not, no judgments here, but we had a night, you know? Yeah, and so, and so we get chained up, and obviously we're waiting there, and we speculate what's going on because we have absolutely no instruction whatsoever. So we spent an entire night in a hotel, and it was honestly the most annoying thing ever because we had already been quarantining for so many days. We were so excited to finally see everybody and to talk and to be around people, and then the moment we get put into the house, they're like, nope, just kidding, you're going back into the hotel. And it felt like we were like a dog getting put back in our cages, like I, it was my least favorite night ever because I was already in the game. I was so excited. Yeah. And we already picked out our beds. I'm like, if my, if somebody comes in here and moves my shit, you know, we're going to have, we're going to have an issue. I feel like being an elder and a a veteran, I would like to keep my bottom bunk. It's safe. It's cozy. It's in the corner. Leave my shit alone. There's another challenge confidential that was a part of that, but now I forget it. So. Cinderbox Jesus. Oh, so like in the recap, the 37 second recap I did earlier, I mentioned Cinder Black Jesus. That was the song that Devin was singing. It, mm-hmm. We don't remember the song, but we were literally starting to lose our mind because we we're just standing there chained to Cinder Blocks. And that's when he went off and went on a tangent. And I wish I could do the song for you, but I think it was something like this. Like, Cinder Black Jesus. Cinder Black Jesus. And like we spent most of our time doing that. And what we should have been doing was memorizing, <laughs> memorizing the code. things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then I wouldn't have needed your help. I was like, it's time to clock in. And finally, I think I was the first person that was like, Anissa, Devin, because obviously the two of us we were like, you guys were both my number ones, number one guy and girl. I was like, guys, mm-hmm. we have to memorize this. And you were like, no, we don't. I was like, Anissa, I why is it here? They're all the same. Well, no, I got what you were. I didn't know they were all the same. That's why I was looking at it like, what the fuck? And then I started doing it. And then I was like, oh, okay, fine. Yeah. And you had already made up a song and shit yeah. on your fingers about it. I still Mid- remember Block Jesus. I still remember it. I can go zero through nine colors and letters. I still got it. I'm not going to do it. It's going to bore you to death, but I can still do it. 
It starts with pink, zero, and T. I'll leave you at that. All right, let's move forward. So I just want to say I am so excited that we are back for another season of the Challenge Podcast because we have had the time of our lives doing this together. It's only brought in me and Anissa closer. And every single time we record it, we record it naked. So we get to look at each other through a (laughs) skin. through a screen and just honestly talk to each other naked and we feel free we really do <gasps> yeah we really just compliment each other's bodies and really it's just <laughs> really positive over here guys it's just yeah her and i just looking into each other yeah that's what, looking into eyes. each other's <laughs> eyes <laughs> no um yeah. no we're, we're fully dressed guys i mean use your imagination if we weren't um yeah i'm really excited we are back uh this season is for sure going to be one for the books i'm really excited definitely different than double agents you can see already that like the global agents coming in really is is really going to shift the energy um and for the better i mean i'm so happy that all of these people get to represent where they're from bring a little bit of their culture to us so I, agree. I love you, global agents, wherever you are in the world. Yeah, it's an epic season, and we look forward to getting all of your questions, guys. So make sure you DM us, you ask us questions. We're gonna have a bunch of guests on the show. If you want to have it, if you want to see anybody on the show, send requests in. Anissa, mm-hmm. where can they send you pictures of their cats? What's your Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Anissa MTV. That's A N E E S A. MTV and Tori, where can they find you? You guys can find me at Tori underscore deal. And I look forward to getting all your DMs. We'll read them if we can, but make sure that you watch the new episodes of the challenge spies, lies and allies every Wednesday. And then go behind the scenes with us the next morning on MTV's official challenge podcast. deserve a moment to yourself every single day and a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause <sighs> give yourself a delicious escape from the afternoon with the melt in your mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies this magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler elves so as life continues to fly by make the most of your me moment take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.